could just jump right in um, with, first of all, do you want to just talk about what kind of art you're involved with? Um, I do pottery. Uh, so I do a little bit of everything within that um, broad range <clears throat> of the term pottery. So I do yeah. functional ceramics. Um, I make mugs and bowls and plates and dinner sets, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, I make uh, Raku horse sculptures. Um, and then the third thing that I do is uh, I grow crystals on porcelain. Um, oh, wow. so, yeah. That's very cool. Three, yeah, three different bodies of work. Um, and I try to have a variety of different price points because I believe that everybody should have nice things. Um, so my functional line is, um, <clears throat> I try to keep more affordable. Um, and then the other two are a little bit more expensive. Awesome. And yeah, those are very different styles. So sort of like, how did you get involved with each one of them? Um, well, I started working with clay when I was in high school, and I've uh, just kind of been doing it ever since. And um, I have I, I do things in threes. So the other two things that I do, in addition to pottery, are that I ride horses. So I do um, training for people. Um, that's kind of my morning job. And I go ride uh, several different horses um, in wow. the area. <clears throat> And then I also grow flowers and I'm really into gardening. So um, that kind of ties everything together. And uh, I'm just really into growing things. <laughs> so I like growing clay from, from nothing, like, you know, a lump of clay yeah. into an object that you can use. I like growing plants from seed. And I like um, watching the growth and development of a horse um, for whatever the end goal it is with horse's owner. Um, <clears throat> so how did I get into all of that? And uh, I'm just interested in everything. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I like all the aspects of, of clay and working with clay. Um, and there's so much that you can do. It's really hard for me to narrow it down to three things, but these are the three that I've chosen. <laughs> yeah, well, you kind of run the gamut. Sounds like, you, you know, you kind of do a lot of different things. That's very cool. And did you say you yeah. do crystals? Um, you grow crystals? Yeah, I do. So um, I it's called a crystalline glaze. <clears throat> and uh, so I grow zinc crystals on the um, pottery during the firing process. And it really has to do with the chemistry of the glaze and how I fire the piece that I can get the crystals to grow. Um, and I'm, I'm very into the science aspect of glaze chemistry and, and working with um, the materials in that fashion. So the, the crystalline pieces, it's an actual crystal called willemite that ends up forming, but it's not anything that I, you know, place in particular on, on the piece. I really have no idea what it's going to look like other than what color I want it to be. Yeah. Um, but even then that's a surprise because um, <laughs> it's small, like a small, you know, yeah. half a percent of, um, you know, if I'm off when I'm measuring a colorant and adding it, it'll change the color completely. I make mistakes a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> hey, nobody else knows, right? So, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, you talked a little bit about how you kind of are interested in all these different things. Was there either growing up or now or whatever, was there any person or kind of individual that encouraged you to pursue art? Um, it could be, the answer could be no, but just if you wanted to talk about <laughs> Um. I don't think there was any one person. I mean, the advice that I always got from my mom was you can do whatever you want. And that's like the worst advice. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. Um, Cause like, oh, I just want somebody to tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's not how you but, get artists though. So <laughs> right. So here we are. Yeah. And um, I don't. I mean, I definitely don't fit into a mold of any kind. Mm-hmm. Of, you know, of a. I'm not in this in the studio. You know, um, <clears throat> eight hours a day. I work with horses in the morning generally, and I do some gardening things, and then I spend the second half of the day you know another six or eight hours trying to work in the studio so um I have a lot of jobs (laughs) yeah it sounds like it so um this is kind of jumping ahead in in the list a little bit but we'll we'll go back to things but just while we're on that sort of what is the space in which you you do your art sounds like there's a lot going on kind of what does your workspace look like so um uh, about six years ago my husband and I bought the property that I currently live on Um, and before that I was renting a space um, and the goal was basically to combine studio and living so we found um, a really old house and that had an outbuilding on the property that wasn't finished Um, so um, it's been it's still in progress it's not done yet but it's workable and yeah my studio is a separate building on the property Um, so it's you know, a short commute, about 200 <laughs> feet away from the house. You could probably walk good. it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have a separation though, you know, a place where you can come yeah. in. Um, and pottery takes a lot of room. There's a lot of stuff that you need. So mm-hmm. um, it, it's a big space. It's about, I mean, it's not really that big. It's 20 by 30. Um, I could probably mm-hmm. use more space and fill it up with more stuff, but yeah. <laughs> it's good to practice trying to keep things uh, in control and maintain. yeah the stuff always comes first right not the space so yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so you said you tend to work like in the afternoons because you work with horses in the morning so yes yes uh, so yeah I generally you know have horses about uh, four or five days a week it kind of depends on the owner's schedule um, and so that's generally I try to do that first thing in the morning and then I come back and um, take care of the plants. You know, they need to be watered and check on them. And then um, pretty much in the afternoon from like 12 to 8 p.m., that's generally, you know, pottery time. So it's still a normal eight hour job, I guess, but I have another job before that. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah, you must sleep well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Um, Yeah, that's awesome. And, And sort of like what motivates or inspires your art? Definitely nature. Um, I, I just came to the realization that growing things was like the big unifier in all of my yeah. work. Um, and I, I mean, I grew up living kind of in the woods um, and I've just always been into nature and being outside. I started riding horses when I was four. Wow. Um, so that'll be 31 years this year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Um, so I, I, I just, I like making things. I really, uh, when I was, when I was little, I used to go around with my little radio flyer wagon and I would make jewelry and I would sell it to all my neighbors. You know, I would walk oh, around with yeah. my wagon and knock on people's doors and I would make flyers and have a jewelry oh. sale at the end of my driveway. I mean, I was probably seven or eight and I was doing this. That's so, so cute. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I've always still- wanted to make things, yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. Do you still like live in the same area where where you grew up or are you? Um, I grew up in Dighton, Mass. So it's about 45 minutes from Tiverton. It's not that far. Okay. 
I wonder if anybody remembers that <laughs> the little jewelry. I don't machine. know. A lot of the a lot of the people have moved away. So yeah. I'm not sure if anybody remembers me. Yeah, um, that's really cute. I was gonna ask you sort of like what themes emerge from your art. I definitely think the growing one we kind of already touched on, but if you had, had anything you want to add about themes in your art, um, um, it kind of fluctuates depending on on what I'm making. Um. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I, for the crystalline pieces, I'm definitely influenced by the Roman uh, vessels and um, mm. the, the very silhouette type vases and figures. I, yeah. I really like making vases because I like okay. flowers. So I like yeah. making things to put the flowers in. Um, but I think the themes just depend on whatever I'm, I'm making at the moment. And because I have so many different styles, um, like right now I've been making berry bowls which are colanders to wash your fruit and vegetables in oh yeah um, so that's just like been my kick and I really like making them uh, but I yeah. need to move on to other things yeah yeah that's awesome kind of go through different phases that's very cool um yeah, yeah. and this is switching gears a little bit but if you want to just talk about sort of what obstacles have you faced as an artist or kind of trying to pursue art over the years I mean, definitely um, being a, you know, um, a sole proprietor, I suppose you have to do everything. Yeah. So yeah. marketing is definitely the biggest hurdle. Um, and I've been getting more into social media marketing and um, online sales. Um, to, you know, you have a bigger audience that way, but definitely, you know, making the work, you can do that all day, but you're not going to make it as an artist if you can't sell it. Um, yeah. So I, I enjoy the marketing part of it too, but that's another hat and it also takes away from being able to make. So trying to find that balance of absolutely marketing and making. Yeah, absolutely. You wear many hats, sort of. I, I could yeah. see that. Yeah. And did you, did you go to school for art or kind of just start selling your art when you were younger or what kind of was the deal there? Okay, no. No. <laughs> I no. saw the reaction. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a degree in animal science. Um, oh, wow. I was going to be a vet. You know, that was the plan. Uh huh. Because um, I don't know. I guess you don't necessarily graduate high school and say, I'm going to be an artist. I'm sure that a lot of people do. Yeah. But um yeah but you have to have a real job yeah so, right <laughs> yeah working with horses and being interested in science it seemed like being a vet would be a logical um yeah path but that so I went to the University of Vermont and they have a really cool um <clears throat> dorm like one of their dorm places is a specialized housing so you live with um, other people that are interested in whatever subject you, they're interested in. Um, yeah. And I had signed up to be part of the one that was for the animal science students, but I didn't mm -hmm. get in. And my second choice was a pottery dorm because I was doing oh, pottery wow. and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So I got into the pottery dorm. There was a studio in our building um, and the cafeteria was in the building and it's really cold in Vermont. I don't like the cold. <laughs> so. I would just literally like not leave the building unless I had to go to class. Um, you got really good at I, pottery. Yeah. yeah, I got really good at pottery. Yeah. I learned a lot. I mean, I learned how to make clay, make glaze, fire kilns, like everything was, was done there. And um, I worked in this studio. And so that's really how I made the transition to say, I don't want to be a vet. You know, people are buying the things that I'm making now. Let's yeah. see if we can do this with pottery. 
wow, that's really cool. Good for you. And it seems, you know, you've continued with the animal science stuff too. So that's very cool. Yeah. There was a while where there, you know, the horses became a bigger um, player for a bit, you know, and then I thought Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a horse trainer and do all that. Um, But that's, it's a difficult job to do. Yeah. And um, I wanted to be able to be more financially independent. Um, not that being an artist isn't difficult. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> makes, no, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it requires a little less capital to get started. Yeah. And um, horses are just very expensive. So yeah. I've tried to find a balance now, you know, after 10 years of what am I doing with my life? Um, yeah. well it sounds like you found something you really love so that's awesome you know not everyone gets to settle on something they really enjoy so that's that's that sounds awesome um did you say you've encountered like that stereotype of the struggling or the starving artist at any point um and if so like how have you dealt with it yeah um so during the summer there's an open studio tour that um comes uh, it takes place in the town that I live in the surrounding area and so people come by um, in the summers. I'm not really a retail operation. So people visit yeah, the studio yeah. by appointment or if I'm open for select events. And yeah. you know, sometimes people will come in and um, make remarks about being a starving artist and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, well, you have to work at it, you know? Yeah. Um, you can make a great product, but you have to be able to market it. And so the people that I think, I don't know where I'm trying to go with this. Um, you can make it as an artist you can you just have to like yeah you have to put yourself out there which I'm not good at at all Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's not my strong suit so even you know getting more comfortable being in front of the camera you know videoing myself for social media that kind of thing um, that's that's really important And, and like you guys talk about it's about the story and the connection with the maker. And that's what people are really interested in. So if you just want to be a hermit and be secluded and have somebody, yeah. you know, people come by your art, you're going to be a starving artist because nobody's going to know about you. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that you can, anybody can do it. It just takes a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. And I know you talked about um, your sort of separate workspace and the short commute, but if you want to just talk a little bit more about kind of what it looks like when you're in there, like, do you listen to music? What do you kind of, what makes it sort of your, your, you know, workspace, your place to go to kind of do? Well, it's blue and um, everything I have is blue, pretty much. My house is blue. My studio is blue. My car is blue. Wow. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. And uh, it was blue when we bought it too, which is how I knew it was perfect. Um, but the, the studio is very open um, and airy. There's a, a loft, like it's two stories, but the second mm-hmm. story there is, you know, half of a loft and the other half is open. So it's, there's a lot of light that comes through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I go through different phases between listening to music or podcasts or, um, you know, I'll play TV shows or and series and stuff, but I have to, it has to be something that I can um, listen to and not necessarily have to watch all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, keep my interest that way. Right now I'm listening to um, Stan Getz on, on Pandora. That's been my kick for the last week. Yeah. So, it's gotta be yeah. something that doesn't take all your attention, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. That makes sense. Awesome. Um, and sort of, 
I guess the, the million dollar question would be sort of what's the, what would you say the ultimate goal is for your art? What do you want it to be or to mean to the audience? Um, I want people to take a closer look into the surfaces and, you know, say, how did, what is that? How did that get done? Yeah. Or, you know, what's going on here? Um, and I, I want people to be able to enjoy the, the piece. And, you know, I sit there and I look at the stuff for hours and I'm like, oh, what's that? You know, and yeah, I keep yeah, looking yeah. around. Um, so I want people to wonder and, and just kind of explore their imagination a little bit with with the pieces that I make um huh. that's really it yeah no that's very cool um and then sort of I think we got a lot of great stuff here but is there anything else that we didn't touch on that you think would be important to know or that you want to talk about I think art is really important and I, I really I mean you guys, when I had my first talk with whoever I talked with first, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of you guys. <laughs> there are a lot of people, yeah. <laughs> you were just so spot on on the fact that the, the art is really about the maker and the connection that you have, you know, as a buyer or somebody that experiences the art with the person who makes it. Um, because, you know, I have mugs and things in my cabinet and I choose different ones on different days, depending on how I feel. And I remember the conversation I had with the person I made who made it. Um, I remember where I was and, and why it's important to me. And it's not just with mugs. It's about all the other artwork that I've collected. You know, it, it, they all mean right. something. So it's not just the finished piece and something pretty to look at. It's a connection with that artist.